if you've ever seen the movie Rudy, when the the janitor is telling him you're five foot nothing, you're a hundred nothing, and you have a zero a speck of athletic ability, I'm like, that's me. I'm like, I I was picked last all the time, you know, I never could start. I got cut from the basketball team. I never got recruited, you know, nothing like that. And then from there, I'm an endurance athlete. And only 1% of the population ever runs a marathon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Athletic Technician. My name is Coach Ray Z. And today, I believe is episode 112. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience at the Lake Tahoe Triple Marathon, which is three marathons in three days. So make sure you stick around at the very end. I'll be giving some tips on the weather over there and what you can expect if you want to go there. All right. So let me uh, pull up for those of you watching the stream. I am wearing my Lake Tahoe Triple uh, Marathon shirt. Uh, the back of it is basically, it. it's in color and it, it basically shows this. This is a, a plaque that I received when I ran it. And then for those of you just listening, the plaque is basically um, in the shape of the Lake Tahoe. So it's a, in the shape of a lake, but at the bottom it has like, so you can put it on the stand. It's like a little bonus plaque they gave you only if you completed all three marathons, which I did. This is back in 2019. And uh, that is basically a total of 78.6 miles in three days. Back when I did that, I, um, I wanted to run. It was going to be my 50th marathon. So I wanted to do something special. And I was at number... Let's see here, 47 at the time. So I was at Marathon 47 and I wanted to, you know, hit 50 and make it something special. So what I did is I, I signed up for the triple marathon. Uh, and and I'll, I have to even go further back to what led me to attempt, you know, running three marathons in three days. But basically it was uh, I wanted to do, you know, number 48, 49, and 50. And what a way to complete 50 marathons is by doing three marathons in three days. That was my idea. How I kind of got to that point is basically for me, to make a long story short, running was going to be a one-time thing as far as a marathon. It, it was a bucket list thing, something I always wanted to do. I first heard about the Alley Marathon watching the Olympics or some something having to do with Olympics, and I saw like a marathon in Los Angeles. Uh, I think it was Olympic trials, and then from there, that that idea of running a marathon just has always been in my head. And I didn't even know the distance when I first ran it. I didn't know, you know, half Ks or five Ks or anything like that. I I wanted to, you know, run in in junior high and in high school but that is another long story so we'll we'll save that for another day some of you may know it if you've been listening to my past episodes or if you personally know me um so i ended up running my first marathon and i'm like oh okay i was in pain i couldn't really walk for uh, about a month properly and and i'm like that that was it i'm one and done but then I'm like, I can't believe how sore I am. I feel I'm a better athlete. I feel I could do better. I could do better. And even though it took me about a month to walk right, and I said, I'm not going to do it again. About seven months later, 
I found out there was another marathon, Long Beach Marathon, and there I go. So I run my second marathon, and then uh, now I'm at 57 marathons total. Um, so along the way of running marathons, it was kind of here and there. It was maybe like two, you know, two a year, one a year, nothing, nothing really crazy. And then um, one one of my buddies, he ran a marathon a month uh, for one whole year. That was his goal. But he didn't start at the beginning of the year. He started in the middle of the year. So I thought that was pretty cool to, you know, run a marathon a month for a whole year. And I'm like, I want to do that. So I decided to run a marathon a month for a whole year. And I completed that. And that's what gave me, you know, kind of like the bravery and, and the, 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 the seed that planted in my head that, oh, it is possible to do three marathons in three days because you, you were able to run a marathon a month for a whole year. And so that's 26.2 miles. That year was 2018. And I ended up running two marathons in the month of October. I did a bonus one. So I did 13 marathons in one year. And then I'm like, well, if I did that, let Let's just keep the streak going. So I ended up running a marathon a month for a year and like three months. I, th- I think alley marathon. And that, that was like, okay. So I started planning out my marathons, trying to visit different places like Lake Tahoe, uh, Sedona, Arizona, just like Phoenix. And uh, of course, ran all over California. Most of my races are there in Nevada, Arizona and California. That's pretty much where I've ran. I would love to start running internationally and of course run a marathon in each state. That's another goal. So many goals. So I I was able to complete that and I felt brave. And then I said, I I planned it out. I'm like, okay, so my 50th marathon is going to be from a triple. So I'll run marathon 48, 49, and 50. Before I did the marathon a month for the whole year, I did uh, you know, I started doing more marathons. So the previous year in 2017, I ran six marathons in the whole year. And I'm, that was the most I had ever done. You know, it took me a long time to hit 57 marathons because I would just do them here and there, like one, one a year, basically, maybe two. And then I just kept going and kept going. I went to San Francisco for the first time and I ran the San Francisco marathon and I got to run on the San Francisco bridge and I'm a 49er fan since, since a little kid. And I've always wanted to go there, even though the 49ers don't play there, but I finally got to go in 2017 and then I ran it and I purposely planned when I came back to join a jujitsu tournament that they had where I live in the city of Azusa, which they never had them there before, but this was the first time I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I want to compete. Uh, I was a white belt at the time in jujitsu. So I went, I ran the San Francisco marathon and within uh, less than a week on the sixth day, I competed in a jujitsu tournament. When I went there, they were like, your one opponent, he didn't show up. Or So you have the choice of we could give you your money back or you could drop down an age bracket. And I'm like, I'll drop down an age bracket. So I went against younger guys. I got to buy the first round. The second round I won. So that put me in the finals. I went in the finals and I 
just had no energy left. The guy didn't tap me, but I had nothing left. Uh, I was more worried if I could even use my legs after running the marathon in San Francisco. Uh, it's hilly. You know, I heard it was hilly. And then since I was never there, I went sightseeing the whole time. I uh, just, I don't think I rested. And then I partied too. So, uh, and we, and we took a party bus to San Francisco. So we drank the whole time there, went with a, a run club and then Dean Carnassus, uh, He's from San Francisco, so uh, that was the second time I got to meet him, and we all ran with him like the day before. So I was already really, really tired, and and I ended up getting second in the jiu-jitsu tournament. And then I'm like, oh, wow, you know, if I could do that, I, I want to see what else I could do. So then the following year, that's where I attempted the marathon a month for a whole year, and I went, Amer uh, what, 13 months doing that. And then <clears throat> that's where it led to, okay, I'm going to do three marathons in three days in Lake Tahoe. Never been to Lake Tahoe before. Uh, it was 15 degrees The when I opened the door and I stepped outside and there was ice on top of my car. And I'm like, I started panicking. And this is with the experience of 46 marathons. I started, my inner voice started telling me, who do you think you are? You can't do this. You should just go back to sleep. Like, and just but and then it just got worse and more negative thoughts and more negative thoughts and like you can't do it you can't do it and i was feeling like panic like almost like i had a panic attack and i had never had a panic attack and then i started telling myself wait a minute this is for fun this is nothing for you to get upset about just relax you know you've been here a million times and then i went and I was still nervous. I started asking a couple of people who did it and, you know, they gave me advice and they told me no matter what, don't go as hard as you can, like a re regular marathon on the first one, save it. You have another one tomorrow and another one the next day. So I, I thought I, I held back pretty good. The other thing is <clears throat> the elevation is different in Lake Tahoe compared to in Southern California. So the, the elevation I would say affected me probably the most because I went there one day before to try to get situated and kind of know the area because never been there before. And then uh, when I ran, I basically kind of like felt like throwing up the whole marathon, like, and almost like every so often it'd be like, like, and that was just because I couldn't breathe. I couldn't bring, get enough oxygen in. It had nothing to do with like, it was the running it was just, couldn't get enough air and uh the second day i did it but less maybe half the marathon so like 13 miles out of the 26 i did it but surprisingly i beat my time from the previous day and that wasn't my effort or my attempt it, it, it was just like you know pace but i think because i could breathe better i was able to run better and i got a better time then the third day which is uh, I would say in a way it's the most difficult and not the most difficult. And the reason I say that is, you know, the first day, Friday, it's a Friday. So if you want to do it this year, it, it runs through October 14th through 16th, but the first marathon is on a Friday and maybe there's only like 22 people that run it very small. And this was pre COVID. So, who knows how it'll be after. So, you know, and some of the people ran it, the reason they ran it, I, you know, I was talking to them, not too many people, uh, maybe a few more, uh, maybe a total of 50 people total. Uh, 
and they're running it because they're trying to complete a marathon in that state or they just want to ro- run part of Tahoe. Just different goals. I lost my train of thought there. I was so much to talk about. I, I, the reason uh, I'm excited about it is because I'm going back this year. I've only been there once. It's beautiful. And uh, not only am, am I going to release a Lake Tahoe triple marathon episode like I'm doing now on Fireside, live on Fireside, and then on YouTube and everywhere, but on YouTube, I'm going to release my uh, GoPro when I ran it, I ran it with a GoPro all three days. And so I'll show you that the first day, they don't close the streets. Uh, there's my thought. So they don't close the streets. So the first day you're running and you're running on the opposite side of traffic. And you'll see like the school bus is like, right, like boom, passing by me. And I'm like, oh, look at the lake. How beautiful. I'm not even mindful of, I mean, I am mindful because trust me, I'm not going to get hit by a bus and go out that way. But uh, the bus is coming. With a GoPro, it seems pretty close, but with the lake and and the beauty of the lake, and I was really surprised how see through the the water was. It was like it was like water in Miami, which I've only been there once, but on Miami Beach, the water was just like clear. It was like that, although some of the lake is turning green, so they have a they have like a they're trying to save it, and it has to do with algae. And so for every race you do, uh, it's like a big festival of running. So if you only want to do a a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, you could do a 5K. Say the next day you want to do a 10K, which is double, you could, or a half marathon or a marathon. Or if you want to run a marathon every day, you, you could. It's up to you. You're not forced to do any of them. Me, I had never run three marathons in three days. I wanted to push myself. I wanted to visit Tahoe. Uh, on the second day, you run from uh, Cal- uh, California to Nevada, which is this medal. And each day, you can see the blue. So the first day, you just run part of the lake. And then the next day, the bus takes you to the where you left off so you can complete the other side. So each day of the three days uh, that you're running 78.6 miles, you're running a different part of the lake. And so for a person who was there for four days, uh, four days, three nights, and who only has been to Lake Tahoe once, I guarantee that I have probably seen more of Lake Tahoe than people who have probably gone there a couple times because I ran around the whole Lake Tahoe. Some of the elevation was just like brutal and you can't breathe. And one, one, one place it's called a uh, purgatory Hill and there's signs up there and they're like, you're going to die. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, you reached heaven. And they told you that's pretty bad. But once you're there, there's another climb you can see. And that one's the worst. But the view up there of the lake, oh, I GoPro'd that for sure. It, I mean, the climb, you could see the climb. I, It's three days of just, I recorded as much as I could. Um, I, 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 I make sure I have like battery and uh, enough footage to record all four, five hours, whatever it takes me to finish. I, I could record the whole thing. I don't keep doing it, but I think uh, from what I was reviewing, because I'm still editing, I, I could record it quite a bit. So you get a medal each day uh, with different ribbons, and it tells you the event and the date, which is pretty cool. Uh, and the back of the medals, if you guys want to check this out, you'll have to check out the videos. And you know that on the Spotify and YouTube edition, I 
include more footage. So I'll include some of the footage uh, from the YouTube videos, not all. And then I mentioned you get that bonus plaque and they give you the thing to stand on. So you run 78.6 miles in three days. They also have an ultra uh, where you run around the whole lake by yourself without stopping, but you actually only run 72 miles. I ran into a couple of the ultra guys and I talked to them. You know, that's that's a different animal too, running without sleep. Uh, you get a different shirt for each day. You get a different shirt for each day that you're running. Uh, so it's it, you end up with quite a few cool shirts. There's another one I'm showing the live audience and also uh, people lis listening or watching on the simulcast. And this is the back of it. So they're pretty nice shirts, actually. Um, if you sign up early enough, they give you a, a bag. And I, I didn't get the bag, which I kind of – the race director, he's a really cool – uh, older cat. Uh, he's really funny. All his emails are addressed to you as the A student, the B student, the C student, the D student, and of course, the F. And it's basically because some people, the answers are right there for you in the email. And if you understand it and you get it, you're an A student because you won't have to keep asking or replying. Uh, but yeah, he's a, he, he's like been, I, he's been there since the beginning. Um, during during the whole pandemic you know they he really hated it like broke his heart to have to cancel it but almost all the volunteers are like in their 70s because they've been doing it for a long time there's one guy that i was running with and he has ran that marathon those three marathons every year since the i think it's been going on for like 35 years or something um <clears throat> it's beautiful course as i mentioned you could run whatever you want you could just only do one race you know running from one state to another that's something i had never done before so that that was very cool running around the lake um i really wanted to do it the following year uh, but you know the, the pandemic happened and then i was going to do it last year and so this is one of the things that you have to be aware of at least it seems to be an issue um fires the year that I went on the third day, they told us they had a controlled fire. The controlled fire uh, is no longer a controlled fire. It went out of control. So now the firemen, there was a fire that was affecting basically the air conditions to finish the last day of the triple marathon. And the race director said, the fire department said, you guys are good to go, but it's a personal decision if you guys want to run it. I'm already two marathons in and I'm like, you know, I... I live in California. We have fires like seems like every year. I don't go running because there's little particles in the air. So I don't want that, but I'm like, I don't care for this. I'm, I'm going to complete it. Cause I already ran two marathons. I'm not, not going to, and one day isn't going to kill me. And the fire department said it's good. So I ran it. I ran it. And then last year when I was going to go, um, there was a fire and because of the fire, they had to change the date of of the marathon to like Halloween. I couldn't make it in Halloween. I already had other arrangements. And so I had to defer that race to this year. So now this year, I feel I should be another year stronger, more knowledgeable. Uh, and now that I have experienced the course, I, I know to be expecting 
cold weather, 15 degrees in the morning. Like uh, you'll see on the on the video that from the GoPro, I have I'm a sweater, so I, I sweat easily. I, I start sweating, but I have never ran a race where I don't sweat. And I was wearing uh, those like leggings, uh, you know, spats. Uh, I, I had spats on. I had shorts, and then I had the Under Armour has two two t uh, types of long. Uh, uh, Under Armour, uh, they have the thin one and the thick one. I had the thick one. Then I had a race shirt like this. I had a windbreaker jacket. And then I had, and this is before the pandemic, I had the, that thing around my face and a skull cap with gloves. And the most, I think on the third day, I had to take off the skull cap when it started getting a little warm. I tried to take off the gloves for a little bit and then my fingers would go numb. Uh, and I didn't sweat at all. And uh, after a while, like if I would say by mile three, typically when I'm wearing that mask thing, uh, I'm already, that thing's wet. So I, I don't like to run with it for so long because then it's just nasty. So it, that didn't happen there because it was just so cold on. So the first two days, maybe 20, 22 people run it. Uh, they don't close the streets. You, you could be running on the opposite side of the the tr traffic, but the police know there. Um, what else should you know? Uh, the third day, even though you're the most tired, that's like the big marathon in, in Lake Tahoe. So that's when the locals and other people more do it. So now you have maybe about, I'll say, I, I didn't have time to look. It's in 2019 is the last time I did it. So I would say maybe about a thousand people. So now you have some energy uh, to run. So because when you're running, you'll see someone like maybe far behind you, like yards, yards, and then in front of you. The course is not really well marked, but you can't get lost running around the lake unless you're just a damn idiot. Because really, like you see the lake and you, you it's huge. How are you going to mess that up? I'm sure there's people that do. But so, you know, and there's gaps because there's so few runners. Like I said, not everybody's crazy. Uh I think why well, I keep saying 22, I think that out of the 50 some people that did the marathon, only like 22 actually went for the triple, which I was one of them. When I was done, some guy ran it with a uh, sandals on like thin sandals. I took a picture with him and he's like, Oh, you ran three marathons. I'm like, Oh, you ran that marathon with those sandals. We were both equally impressed. So on the last day, they have a uh, bagpipes uh, A guy comes out in a kilt and he's playing the bagpipes. And uh, I think maybe day two for sure. Day three, they get a real gun and they shoot it. Uh, I know probably bad timing, but like as a, I guess that's the way they do it. They're like military style, which like, you know, it was cool. I, I go pro it. It was all very cool. Never really experienced a race where they actually use a real uh, gun, but, not where anyone was in danger or where I felt in any danger, just to make that clear. So it was very enjoyable. And if you want to watch what I'm talking about, you can check out the YouTube video that I'm drop and that's on coach Ray Z YouTube and then athletic definition. I'll put some of it because it's a different show. It's a different channel. So this year, as I mentioned, it'll be October 14th through the 16th. If you want to do any of those races, um, how do you train for three marathons in three days? That is a great question. A lot of, uh, I, I, go, I go to YouTube for a lot, you know, because like, 
30% of YouTube is how to, how to do this. There was, there's no explanation on how to run a marathon in three days. I also use the internet, you know, and I, I couldn't really find information. There's information on ultras and everything, but not specifically three marathons in three days. So I said, perfect. I'm gonna, you know, my idea was many, I, I have like five years of me recording GoPro to make my YouTube channel but I never went for it. You know, it took a whole pandemic and fireside to come and help me start actually like putting out what I have and what I've been wanting to do, but never actually did. And I, I, I could compare my fitness journey. I mean, my podcasting journey to maybe some of you that are struggling like with fitness or working out because sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing like, for example, I'm just doing video, 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 video. Am I getting this? Am I getting that? Am I getting the analytics that I want? And people working out, I'm going to the gym, I'm watching what I'm eating, but it's like, you know, the season that you're in is just putting in work. Eventually the results are going to come. There's no way that you can, you know, put in work, put in work, put in work, and you don't get the results that you want. So I feel, you know, I can relate maybe even more now to that. And plus I was never like a big athlete in, like junior high or high school. I'm like, I wasn't a starter. I got cut from basketball. Uh, I, I, because of grades, because I would ditch all the time, I couldn't stay qualified to play football. And then I wanted to work because I wanted to be cool and have clothes. So the coach wouldn't start me because I had to work and the other guys came to practice more and I didn't understand the plays. And I, so it's not like, oh, you know, I ne never played, really any sports or anything like that the track coach wanted me to go for the team but i with my grades i ended up getting kicked out of high school as i've mentioned before so you know it's been a whole journey for me to be where i'm at now and i would say the marathoning is working out actually not just marathon marathoning is what took me to that next level of oh what you know if you can, if you could do that, which you weren't sure you could do, what else can you do? You know, you've been selling yourself short, but working out in between all that is what kept my sanity when things would go bad. You know, I was married before that failed, you know, as you're growing up, peer pressure, things like that, working out, uh, you know, going out to parties, drinking, all that drugs, all that stuff that goes on, I would still go work out. And when I say work out, it'd be like, go play basketball with your friends. And I'll, we sometimes we would take beer with us to the park to go drink while we're playing. But that exercise helped me. I know a lot of people that are dead now. I'm blessed to be alive this long. You know, I know a lot of people had to go into witness protection program. Uh, and I know a lot of people that are in jail, you know, as a minority, as a Mexican American first generation, I'm, I'm, I've beat the odds so far to be living. So I'm blessed. And as we have recently seen or have been recently reminded, life is precious. Uh, we all have goals, you know, like me wanting to, you know, release all my running YouTube videos and jujitsu. And I have the Nike three on three tournament basketball, uh, GoPro. I've ran the, the YMCA, uh, tallest building west of the Mississippi twice and they're going to bring it back now I haven't released that footage I understand that get stepping outside your comfort zone could be scary 
but we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not even guaranteed later on today. Like later on when I go eat, I could be hit by a car. You know, I could just drop dead. If there's something you want to do, don't let anything hold you back. Not even yourself. I think we could be our biggest critics and being our biggest critics, that inner voice that was like telling me for the marathons, you can't do it. You know, who do you think you are? Just because you've ran, I don't care if you've ran that many marathons, you ain't shit. You can't do it. You're weak. Don't do it. You're not, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. All that, get it out of, like, focus on, I, and it's easier said than done, but like I said, that was, I think, my first panic attack. And I caused it because it, I caused the panic attack, which I had never had in my life, because of something that I find fun. And because of the pressure that I put on myself and that right there could just prevent a lot of people from doing it. So I mentioned that, uh, how do you train for something like that? I'm going to do another show. I'm actually going to be updating you guys on how I'm training for it, but I'll give you a little bit since I didn't find much more information. I'm the type of person that likes to really recreate, um, the event or the competition. So if I'm going to say, I know I'm going to run a trail marathon, which I have, or a street marathon or a hilly marathon or a downhill marathon, or I'm going to do jujitsu, a uh, gi or no gi, I'll train more specific for whatever competition that I'm doing. So what I try to do is, okay, well, I know that people who run ultras, what they'll do is say, for example, they'll go run 20 miles on Saturday and then 20 miles on Sunday. So I'm like, all right, then if I want to do three marathons in three days, I'm going to start building myself up. So I build, I ran, and it was easy in the beginning. I ran like Friday of a 5K, then Saturday, then Sunday, ran in between the week. The next week, I tried to gra- move it up gradually. So I, I was gradually moving it. And then uh, it was hot. So I'm like, I'm going to the beach. So I'd go to the beach a lot and run. At the time, I was a dating a girl she started running with me but a lot of times you know she would want to go and i'm like oh, you're gonna want to come early and blah 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 anyways she'd always twist my arm i take her w- with me and then it, she start to get cold and you know she'd start calling and i have my apple watch so i could answer and i'm like i still need like six more miles to do or and she said but i'm cold i'm like i told you blah 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 anyways a bunch of times i cut the training short so I, I never really did what I had set out to do. I got up to, I can't remember how many miles. I have it documented. So on, on the other uh, video that I do, uh, which will have all the GoPro footage, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll check. And then I'll actually let you know as, as you, if you want to tune in to see how I trained for this one, you know, running, the experience of running to me had been my teacher, uh, and I learned a lot just through the experience because I know people that um, had certifications, but they never ran a marathon and they were trying to train me how to, you know, run or get ready for a marathon. So I ended up getting my U.S. track and field certification and I got my kettlebell certification. And then I I was studying for this one, but oh, I paid for a delay of the test and uh the RRCA running certification. Um, so 
it's really I've learned I've learned a lot even more and then um I was training with the ATG guys for how oh, maybe a year and a half and I I want to go back and start training with them again but just training with them I've learned so much more so now I have no choice but to go and just demolish my times from the previous year so that is what I'm set out to do uh you're more than welcome and I hope you follow along my journey and if you have any questions i'll i'm gonna you know i've started i've, I've started kind of so and so because if you know i i love soda i love uh, coca-cola especially it's it's a vice um but i don't drink it i drink it after a marathon and so the last one i drank was after the oc marathon which was a couple of weeks ago and i've my diet since then, I haven't, eh, I'm still kind of like cheating, but I've been really dedicated to the workouts. But now starting June 1st, the workouts, I'll take them up and the, the clean eating, cleaner eating uh, because life happens uh, will begin. And then I'll, I'm going to start ramping up. So if I'll be doing, I'm not sure how often, uh, but I'll be doing updates on uh, how to train for three marathons in three days. I, mean, I don't know, maybe part one, part two, or by week. I got to think of how I named that title, but I'll be showing you what I do to prepare. And who knows, when I went to Sedona, I, I took my microphone and my my setup and I, I podcasted live from the Sedona Marathon. So maybe, maybe you know, because honestly, I, I wouldn't mind driving up there. I've never really driven up there. Um, driving back i wouldn't want to do it i flew last time i went there and back so uh yeah flying I, I could probably take my stuff and maybe do a show each day how i'm feeling i would say that with the cold i really i knew that right away um i needed to get calories in my system because i was going to run the next day so for some reason the only thing that really would hit my stomach was a soup so i got soup pretty much every day warm soup different one uh that from a whole whole foods that they have over there and uh as far as for the cold weather which is something that i'm doing now and especially now that it's hot um i've been working on my cold showers i love hot showers so at the end of a hot shower uh to start getting yourself more and more uh is the last, I don't know, five minutes, you want to just start killing the hot water and leaving the cold water and just start getting used to it. In the beginning, it you're going to like, and just like get out, want to get out right away and probably start breathing irregular, uh, sort of like hyperventilating. But as time goes on, and I've been doing this for a long time, and this is one of the baby steps to get, you know, because since I'm from Southern California and in the time I'm training, there's not going to be no 15 degree weather that I could really replicate from Lake Tahoe. And with the crazy weather we're having now, who knows what type of weather, or it might be even colder. Like, so I, I need to prepare myself. And so I've also uh, been doing, or I, I've been doing the Wim Hof uh, breathing exercises in the morning on and off. So now that I know the cold and, I don't want to feel that that cold and with that breathe, breathing techniques, that's ex exactly what it's for to deal with the cold. So I'm really going to make time to do it on a consistent basis so that this time when I go, I can demolish it. So I'm going to do everything, you know, like I said, physically, my training is 
at a whole different level. I have all new tools that, you know, mo- like I said, most people, they, they don't even use, they don't even know what they are. They, they've never heard of. Here's a nice example of a tip bar. You know, you won't find that at, at any gym. I, I know I, I worked at what three out of the four major gyms and uh, so many equipment that you can get at home that you won't find at the gym that will target specifically will help you get to that next level, which is what I'm trying to do and help all my clients do. Uh, especially if you never had any sort of athletic ability, you know, I, if you've ever seen the movie Rudy, when the, the janitor is telling him you're five foot, nothing, you're a hundred, nothing. And you have a zero a speck of athletic ability. I'm like, that's me. I'm like, I, I was picked last all the time. You know, I never could start. I got cut from the basketball team. I never got recruited, you know, nothing like that. And then from there, I'm an endurance athlete. And only 1% of the population ever runs a marathon. How many have run 57? The population, the percentage of people who achieve their blue belt is, I think, 5% which is, and then usually you drop out within a year. And I've, not me, I've already had stitches. I'm, I'm, I'm going for it all. So uh, I think only, I, it takes like 13 to 14 years, 16 years to get your black belt in jiu-jitsu, long, longer than to become a doctor. And that's my long-term goal and to run 100 marathons. So I'm, I'm really trying to show that you can do remarkable things just being a normal person. And since I see and I've seen so much death, uh, you know, and I've, and murders and people killed by accident, um, like when I, w- my very first girlfriend, when I was 16, um, she was babysitting and, and someone was trying to break in and it was like her sister's ex crazy boyfriend. So she was scared and she got a shotgun and she she bounced the shotgun uh, like on the floor, and then it went off and it shot, it killed her. So you know that was at age sixteen. And you know when we see these tragedies of of innocent lives, just it, it makes me like, you know, like well you were you were given life today for a reason. Like you're just gonna waste it. You're gonna find it trivial when you know. Uh, a lot of people, I, I seen like people like a lot of parents didn't get to say goodbye, um, you know, to their, to their loved ones. Or like a lot of people mentioned that like when Kobe Bryant died too. But I think about that every day because, you know, I, I had a roommate um, who lived with me and he, you know, we were living in East LA and he left, uh, didn't tell me where he went just in the middle of the night, you know, I had, I was uh, working at, at the gym and I, I was the morning manager. So I had to be there at five in the morning to open. So, I, you know, I try to try to go to bed early and he would just, you know, stay up, play like video games. And I figured he probably went to go get more beer, never found out the next day, you know, at work, I get a call and the police tell me that he, he was a shot uh, like 18 times, uh, murdered. Uh, it's still unsolved to this day. Um, no one knows nothing. Uh, and, you know, at the time, it could have been just like to them, just just another minority dead. Who knows if they even try hard or not. But I, I just 
realize about life, you know, and, and how precious it is. And it's probably because I've seen so much tragedy. Uh, my other friend, Ernesto, rest in peace as well. When I was 18, he was all excited you know, about ATVs. And he went out and he said, I bought an ATV. Let's go riding. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds fun. We we're supposed to get together like the next day. And <clears throat> he was in the, he, oh, probably not 18, maybe like 19, 20. Because he went to the Marines. Oh, no. So, see, he joined the Marines at 18, 19, 22. So about maybe like 23 after the Marines, he, he, he was a correctional officer and um, yeah, he, he got too excited, started driving the, and all my other friends were there. He started driving the ATV and, you know, since he was a new rider, he wasn't experienced, wasn't wearing a helmet. He hit a fence and the, the fence kind of like made him turn his head and he drove straight into a brick wall, cracked, cracked the brick wall uh and then died on uh, you know on the spot and that's just some of the life that i've seen and 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 memories and i'm like like don't live your life like it means nothing so thank you everybody for joining uh this episode of athletic definition my name is coach ray z I will be back tomorrow. I will be bringing my friend Chris, who is an MMA fighter, a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, and he's uh, doing a 5K charity for, he works somewhere for the city of San Bernardino. So I look forward to having him on. And that'll be at 1 p.m. Pacific time zone. And then I'm going to, because of that, I'm going to move my my new uh, fitness and new sports show couple hours later so if you follow me here on fireside you'll see the adjustment of time and you're more than happy to join in something new that i just talk about the the sports and fitness trends and things that you won't see on espn so uh thank you everybody i will be back tomorrow with back-to-back -to -back episodes and uh thank you everybody and i will see you tomorrow <laughs>